you? Because you said that last time on our test. You Did said, I? Yeah, I think you said something about ham sandwich. I do love a ham sandwich. Do you? With, yeah. with what? Like, I like it in a crusty white, like, baguette. Oh, okay, yeah. With, like, just lettuce and tomato and maybe... No, maybe... Mustard? No, no mustard. Oh, mustard. Get that out. No, just, you know, like, quite plain, but, you know, like, just when you want, like, a, a simple taste. Yeah, a classic dry... Classic farmhouse <laughs> <laughs> bloomer. Is this what we're talking about? Yeah. I'm back, baby. <laughs> I can see that. You're listening to Cocktails and Confessions. This episode is sponsored by Hot Octopus, the luxury sex toy brand who guarantee your mind-blowing pleasure. How are you recovering? I'm good. I'm out of the most difficult period now. Well, your face does look a lot more feminine, I have to say. Thank you. I I knew you were going to hit that joke again. I had to, yeah. Um, I've literally said it about five times since you've been gone as well. Did you say to Danny when she was on the podcast? Yeah. Yeah, Danny and uh, Mark. Um, no, I'm good. I, I like the first 14 days is the, like the hardest part because basically it was like a controlled second degree burn. So like, especially the first four or five days, you, I was literally like laid up. They did it and I was expecting to look bad, but I looked really bad, you know, like I'd been in the house fire. Mm. Um, so my face was really swollen up. And just, it looked kind of unrecognisable. It looked like Jocelyn Wildenstein if she'd been, like, set on fire. Yeah. That's what it looked like. And I remember laying, it was quite chilling, actually. I just laid on the the bed after they'd done the procedure and I was in the recovery room. And I looked in a mirror and I just went, no, going back now. And then cackled to myself. (laughs) And it was like... (laughs) (laughs) But I was on a lot of diazepam at the time, so I just thought it was hilarious. Yeah, yeah. But, um, yeah, so I've been, like, recovering at home. Couldn't really open my eyes. Couldn't wear any glasses or contact lenses or anything like that for a good, like, 10 days. Right, so just remind our listeners what the procedure's called. It's called uh, fully ablative CO2 laser. So what it does is basically like regenerate, it burns off all your old skin basically and you just grow new skin. Okay, yeah. So had that done, came home, day two, someone in my house got COVID. So then it was all like, because I was like immunocompromised, I didn't have a layer of skin on my face. Everyone was like banished to their own rooms, people like everyone had to wear masks and stuff except me. I couldn't even leave my room. So it was quite harrowing. Harrowing. It won't work because I just couldn't do anything. Can't even open the curtains because you're not allowed to see sunlight because I can't expose my skin to sunlight. I just, I mean, I feel like you make it harrowing for yourself. No, I was trying to make it fun. I tried to watch Ugly Betty. But I kept, then I, I also had like a two weeks worth of diaz power and I kept taking those and I was like off my nut and then passing out and realising I'd missed eight episodes of Ugly Betty and being like, her hair's different. <laughs> That guy was a man before. What's going on? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I feel like that just sounds really nice. It it got boring really quickly, and I just felt really limited. And then I got like a little bit of an infection, which was dealt with really quickly. I freaked out, of course, because I I am prone to that. But because I have to send pictures every day to the doctor to like show my progress. Um, one of the days he was like, "Is that area on your cheek sore?" And I was like, "Yeah, it still is." Whereas the rest of it had like healed up. He was like, oh, I think you've got an infection. So what I'll do is I'll send you a prescription and you can just have it delivered. Ordered the prescription from like like an online pharmacy and had it paid for next day delivery. And I get this notification saying your your medication won't arrive till like next Monday. So I flipped a shit and started like freaking out thinking I was going to like lose my face. Yeah, of course. Um, So I rang them and they were like, 
all right, someone had and they sent someone over in an Uber with the medication, which is really nice. So it's like full full on aftercare. Like I'm still not in contact with them. Like yeah, yeah. So I'm I'm in like uh, I'm more or less healed now. I still have to wear Vaseline like as a moisturizer morning and night, but that ends in two weeks. Okay, still a while. Yeah, but you know, I just made no plans for January, um, and I'm gonna go back to the gym very early in the mornings next week because I wasn't allowed to do that because apparently I was at risk of like my own sweat irritating my skin. Okay, yeah. So. But I think that will just help me. All those little things will help me get my sanity back because I have started to feel like I'm losing the plot a little bit. Like sure. just not being able to go anywhere, do anything, keeping all the curtains shut. Mm. It's like being a really boring vampire. Yeah, I was just thinking it reminds me about the others. Yeah. Mm. No biting and no fucking or anything like that. Just sort of like scuttling from room to room. And yeah. Really red. I'm still quite red. Quite yeah. Rouge. Yeah. Like my forehead and under my beard are, are sort of like less normal red. Yeah, yeah. it's just the cheeks. Yeah, and yeah. Just there, the way they went over with the laser twice, so it's had like a double whammy. So is it worth it, James? I think so. Is the beauty worth the pain? From because when I when I between the moment when I like wash my face and then I put the Vaseline on, the skin underneath looks amazing, like really smooth. Mm. So and I don't see the full results of it until end of March. Yeah, I mean, it's obviously hard to answer now when you're still... Yeah, it's still red. And, like, some days I'm like, oh, my God, I can't believe I did this. But it feels... Like, the skin feels much better as well. felt like my complexion looked really dry and dull. Yeah. It certainly don't now. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's for sure. Dull is not the word. Dull is not the word. Um, but, yeah, like, your skin keeps producing... Once you have this done, like, I think I mentioned it before, your skin regenerates and creates loads of new collagen over the next, like, three months. So, at, like, that point will be sort of, like, the end result. I've just got to sort of hang in there and wait for the redness to go down, which should do over like the next couple of weeks. How long did the pain last? The, I'll tell you what, the actual procedure wasn't that painful because they obviously anesthetize your whole face and numb it. And the only painful part was like when they went around the jawline and the tips of your nose. Yeah, but after, I don't care about actual pain procedure. Well, okay, the, the hardest part's washing my face. Because when you first, obviously, you get home and you're, you're burn, so it's like oozing yellow stuff. And the yellow stuff all crusts up around your neck. But you have to wash it off so it doesn't get an infection. Washing my face is the most painful thing I've ever had to do. Because even if you put like a trickle of cool water That's what it, I mean. You're saying it's the most painful thing you've ever done. But you're like, yeah, it's worth it. Yeah. But like my face started to balloon when the water hit it. And then like trying to rub it was really painful. And I, to stop from screaming, I had to sing to myself. Oh. So <laughs> I'm not going to lie. It's not like it, it's been like painful and traumatic. But I think it's worth it so far. I'll... I'll tell you in, at the end of the three month period it's just gonna be a toss-up of how much you hated your face before i think mm. i didn't hate my face i just wanted like brighter skin which i have now <laughs> yeah but you can get brighter skin without going through all of that like how you, you can just have procedures that aren't as invasive well this is what i i chose to do yeah sure so because this has got the this is a permanent result as well. Like I know if people do like fraxel or micro needling and stuff like that, it's like a temporary result, and you just have to keep doing it and forking out like a grand a time, and it goes on forever. Whereas this is like one and done. Okay, so your uh, collagen will continue to reproduce for the, forever. Like that will carry on reproducing for up to six, six to twelve months, and then that collagen breaks down really quickly but grows really slowly so that reproduction rate is going to be much better in terms of like 
I'll stay looking more youthful for, and the, the collagen won't break down for much longer. For, for As quickly. Time. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So. Well, let's pick this up in three months. Yeah. <laughs> uh, honestly, not much has been really happening with me. I did go and meet that guy that lived near me. Okay. Which was really nice, actually. He was just a nice guy. I quite like the fact that afterwards we could just chill. Mm. You know, we could like talk, talk about Drag Race. Talk about soup. Soup? Have you, like, have you ever seen Best in Show? Oh, what's that? It's like we both love things. We love some, we have so many things in common. Soup. Talking about things. Like Not soup. talking. <laughs> <laughs> what is it? Uh, it's got Jennifer Coolidge in. It's about oh. uh, people who train dogs and then compete them. But it's like, obviously, like weird. It's about the weirdos that do that. Yeah, it's scripted. Yeah. Yeah, okay. I wasn't sure if it was like a reality show. No, no, no. It's okay, like slightly yeah. improvised, but scripted film. <laughs> yeah, yeah, got you. Oh, it's a film? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, no, I haven't seen that. Okay. Uh, <laughs> so you didn't talk about Sue? No, but we did talk about things. Okay. And we also not talked. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> did you fuck? Yeah, of course. Oh, okay, so you did some not talking. Yeah, 100%. That's like what I went some there for. I've been inside the house. Yeah, I was just thinking. I was just thinking, you're like, a little, little bit of feeling. Did you guys have some feeling? Really? <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, but it was nice. We were actually talking about NFTs as well. Mm. Uh, I'm not 100% sure if I actually want to get involved with NFTs or not, but I've just been reading some books to see if it interests me. Maybe that's going to be like a little side thing that I do. What would you like? NFTs of you in the Miranda wig? No, stop it. <laughs> Buy this once in a lifetime. <laughs> no, but that's why this guy is a graphic designer. Okay. So I'm like, okay, well, you just do all the graphic designing and I'll do like the marketing, the hype, the discord, mm. all of the stuff around that. So yeah, I mean, <laughs> it would be quite a funny story to be like, oh, we met on Grindr, we banged and now we're both rich. Now we're billionaires from the NFT business. Yeah, we don't speak to each other. <laughs> We just took our money and went separate ways. Uh, no, but he does, he seems like a nice guy. So I'm just sort of, as far as I know, he just wants it to be casual as well. So that's it. We haven't spoke much since then, only a little bit. Okay. So I think he'll just be more kind of a when I'm free, when he's free type of thing. But he's just, he's so handy having a lay that close. How close does he live? Five minute walk. Oh, perfect. Although then if it, when, if it goes really badly south, then you will always be like, oh, fuck, am I going to bump into him at, like, Sainsbury's? I could do, yeah. I, thankfully, he lives sort of behind my road. So I feel like if I just don't, I don't know. Well, I could I could bump into him anyway, yeah, literally yeah. could. That's correct. But I can't think that far ahead. Yeah. There was one guy who I was debating banging in my gym. And I thought, well, seeing as you already go to my gym, if we banged and then it was awkward would be annoying yeah and you know sometimes i think it's hard to avoid someone's eye contact at the gym if you know someone and you're trying not to look at them they're just somehow always in your eye line so as well. true like, it's like when you're sitting opposite someone on the tube and you're like oh shit stop staring at them just because you happen to be sitting opposite them you know and, and you you're can't lo- like, stop looking, looking. You're like, <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah it's like that tiktok <laughs> trend where it's like the gautier song where it's like <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know what you're talking about there. Why do you have to go? Yeah. <laughs> I wonder 
But yeah, it is like that. Like that's especially at the gym. Mm. Yeah. And I don't know, I just think if I'm gonna sacrifice my time at the gym of like my leisurely time where I'm actually not thinking about work, mm. then I feel like I need to in my head I need to think that I just can't keep my hands off you. Do you know what I mean? I need to be I need to be really sexually attracted to you. To to risk messing up your gym time. Yeah, do you know what? I don't know if that's I think that's just a bit of a lie. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, no, fuck that. I'd definitely bang somebody who I wasn't, like, head over heels attracted to. Yeah. Again, it's just a convenience thing, isn't it? Does your gym have showers? I think they do. I never use them just because the gym and the pool are separate. Mm. So, and the gym is not even five minutes from my house. Yeah. So, I just kind of go to the gym and then leave. So, I'm not really sure, but maybe I should go swimming one day and just... Check out the locker room. I don't think there would be a lot saying in my gym. We've there's a the the gym that's near my house. Like because I go to two, I see my trainer at a different one because it's the one that he works out of. And I hate the changing rooms there. I hate the showers there because they're really they're really fucking hot. Mm. So you press it and you're like ah. So I, I wouldn't want to. Well, certainly like this wouldn't would want to be washing my face in that. Yeah. But the one at the gym, the gym near me, they have, and it's a, like a big communal one. Whereas the one near me has like little cubicles. Okay. Yeah. You could like beckon someone into <laughs> beckon well no could you imagine just putting your hand out cool, cool. <laughs> but you know like in the instance that you did want to get off with someone in there you could feasibly sure. go in and be like right I'll go in first and then if there's no one around they go come in too well so did you see that thing uh, I believe it was Crunch Gym in West Hollywood oh no the, the sign. Gym. Yeah, where it's like, please stop jerking off in the... Well, this was definitely a crunch gym. God, is it like an epidemic all over NYC? Um, uh, well, this is West Hollywood, so that'd be LA. Okay. But yeah, um, I mean, the real epidemic of LA is that there's no tops. We, we all know that. A drought. Yeah. <laughs> what do you feel? What do you think about that? Because I saw it and I was thinking, look, obviously I get it. If you're gay and you're in the gym, you're kind of cruising. But if you're going to hook up in public, you better make sure that you don't get caught. Yeah, I, the thing is, I can understand it because I always feel very sexually aroused after working out. Mm. Like, it's the first thing I want to do is either, like, have a wank or have sex. And I have to stop myself because I have to eat straight away. And then I don't want to afterwards because then I don't want to, like, fuck on a full stomach. I, I understand wanting to do it. It's quite hot fantasy to have sex at the gym i know i think i talked about it before i know someone who did it though and then some guy popped his head under the, the cubicle door was like Come on, i join in and they said no and he went and reported them yeah yeah so also i don't know if i really actually see the appeal of that i mean hooking up with somebody in sort of any kind of a public realm has its own hotness to it for me i think mm. but the gym yeah kind of hot but I think it's purely just because of the, like, especially if you've seen that person while they're working out and fancied them, mm. then getting to, like, have the instant gratification of doing it there and then, maybe while you're sort of, like, still a bit pumped up and sweaty. Yeah. Mm. But then gym changing rooms don't always smell the greyest. They and do it's not. It's not even, like, a hot smell. It's, like, dirty shoes mixed with 
some people's BO and stuff like that. It's not a particularly nice smell. No, and just, like, where exactly are you fucking? Okay, maybe in the showers. Mm, again, it's just a little bit logistically difficult. Yeah, especially on leaving afterwards. You're like, you go out first. Yeah. Don't go in there. <laughs> <laughs> if I'm ever in that situation, I'm always leaving first. Yeah, after we first out that door um, and then be like, there was someone in there. <laughs> <laughs> Certainly didn't Where see Where were that. they hiding? <laughs> Must have been the soap dish. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, I, I digress. The guy at the gym, nothing's happened yet. He definitely looks at me. Mm. I'm still undecided on him. Okay. So he's not so hot. No. That you would desperately, you know, like, no. it's not rip my clothes off, take me here. No, the thing is, again, and not for this to sound like bitchy at all or anything, says everybody ever before they say something bitchy. <laughs> but he's quite fit with his mouth closed. <laughs> As in, fit like, talk, so when he speaks or just literally when the jaw is, yeah, like lips are together. Yeah, I feel when he smiles at me, it almost, not that it fully gives me the ick, but you can just tell that this man has no sort of natural swag about him. Oh. If, if you understand what I'm saying. Yeah. Quite a, almost kind of a cringy smile. Oh, bless him. Yeah, and that's the thing. You do kind of have a like, oh, that's, ugh, no, I can't. Yeah. Gives me the ick. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but again, it's not that much of an ick that like I wouldn't still hook up with him because he's all right looking. I guess you just have to hope he has like a really angry or or serious sex face. Yeah, or even it's not even the face specifically. I think it's because the smile suggests to me that he has no game. Okay. So if he suddenly had games from somewhere, but also I have had sex with people, like good sex with people that don't really have any natural swag, so that's fine. Okay. So you're gonna have to roll the dice. Hmm. Roll the dice and eat the rice. <laughs> Santino's here. Yes, I'm currently watching season six. Who would uh, who would play him? Who would play this guy in the gym? Oh, in a movie? Yeah, just a uh, the closest actor you could think of. Millie Bobby Brown. <laughs> <laughs> As eleven or on the set? No, no, no. <laughs> Wait, I can actually think of somebody. Millie um, Bobby Brown. I mean, if I say, like, Bradley Cooper, then you're going to be like, oh, that's quite fit. Yeah, are you like a generous Bradley Cooper? A generous Bradley Cooper. Generous. But think of, who can you... F okay, maybe... Okay, I've got it. He's like a muscly Will Farrell. Will Farrell? Oh, okay. You see how, like, Will Farrell and Bradley Cooper kind of had that, like, little curly hair thing going on? Oh, so he's got curly hair? I believe so, yeah. Curly but short. Okay. Like an old school Justin. Will Ferrell. Mm. With muscles. Or if you think like Will Ferrell mixed with like Bradley Cooper. Mm. I'll mix them in my head. Just to shake that bowl around. <laughs> <laughs> For the meantime, I'm quite happy with the local lay. I just, you know, sometimes it's like, how often do I text? Can I text the local lay? Oh, so you're quite, you, you want it quite frequently from him. James, I'm a very horny person. <laughs> I'm a very horny woman and I haven't got all day. <laughs> James, I'm horny. What can I do about it? I'm sure, bitch. James, I'm horny. <laughs> Send in the local way. <laughs> Dial a dick. Yeah. <laughs> 
I think you have to be careful because the, yeah. if you see him too frequently, it starts to fall into accidental boyfriend territory. Totally. And I'm already cautious about that now because I, I just hate the thought of people think thinking that I'm catching feelings when I'm very definitely you not. you just want F- NFTs. <laughs> no, I don't mind. I don't want you to think I like you. I just want your like graphic design advice. No, I just want you to know that like, yeah, bitch, I think this is casual too. Okay. Like, don't think you're special enough for me to be catching feelings for you. Do what Charlotte did, like. And you have a hard dick. Now put your pants on and get and out. Get out. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't she say that to Harry? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's just the way she just goes, you have a hard dick. <laughs> it wasn't hard in that fucking blowjob scene last I week. Well, I don't think that was real. No, obviously it wasn't real. It had to be a stunt peen. That was a prosthetic, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But the other one wasn't. No, no. Oof. Oof. Got me a little bit horny. I was like, okay, I'm going to have to... <laughs> you dick. Gonna have, gonna have to Hit one road over. Throw out my viewing party. <laughs> <laughs> All right, get out, everyone. Sling please. your oak. Sling your oak. I've got to get laid. Old milf pussy's horny again. <laughs> I texted him a week after it had happened. Mm. And we hadn't spoken at all. We haven't been speaking like every day. Mm. But then after a week, I ended up, somebody cancelled on me, so I had the night free. So I was thinking, well, if he's free and I'm free, then it's Why not... The hell not? Well, yeah, I mean, I could sit on Grinder for hours trying to find somebody that's like as half a decent person as he is, that's probably half as good as looking. Yeah. Uh, but at the same time, I get it, like, if you're not free, you want it to be more, of, like, less frequently than that. I also get that too. So it's just a fine line between... Just keep a little tally chart. Yeah, that's like, a good idea, actually. Oh, it's been three times this week. <laughs> no, 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 no. Never get that frequent. Okay. I don't even think... Because he wasn't free, I'm tempted to just not even message now and just see. Yeah. Well, I hope it... I hope it stays casual and fun. Mm. And you get your business operation off oh, the ground. Bitch, go and see us on Dragon's Den. <laughs> 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 we've done an orgy there's a whole group of us one's a professional in graphic design one's a professional in tech half one... of them have just come from the orgy still on the kit like what to Dragon's Day yeah why to do your presentation oh <laughs> it's not six form anymore James <laughs> well talking of good sex mm-hmm. we've have you been using your uh, your plex I have my my hot octopus plex yeah I have, and I've had a lot of fun with it. Yeah. Because I was always a bit wary of um, butt plugs. Yeah. Mainly because I always thought, I wasn't quite sure what exactly a butt plug is. Not for, but what's the right, point? Right, right. Because, you know, with a dildo, you kind of know it's a dildo. Like, it functions like a replacement penis. With a butt plug, it's like, do you just pop it in and leave it? Do, do the cooking? Yeah, you know. <laughs> do your bits and bobs, pop down to, like, super drug. You know, do your errands, yeah. <laughs> balance your books. <laughs> I mean, balancing your books, you could probably do with it in, yeah. but I think anything more than that. But are you supposed to like? Is it supposed to be pleasurable, or is it? Is it? Are you training your whole? Is it a training, or is it a bit of both? It's a bit of both. Well, okay. Well, we've both done it now, so we can. Well, the thing is, the way the plex differs. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, so hold on. So just quickly, so that you know, uh, Hot Octopus sent us these butt plugs for us to. <laughs> Where? Use. Where? Where? <laughs> Insert, you know? Have yeah. a go on. Use. Yeah. Play, play with. Play with. 
I thought, I mean, had you used a butt plug before this? No. No. Just just dildos or vibrators. Yeah, so that's like me. I'd never used, I hadn't even used a vibrator before. I've only used a dildo before this. Mm. But this is a vibrating butt plug. Yeah. Which is what, I guess, And it's flexible. So it's got like a firm base, but it can move with your body. Because mm. it, t- it that was like one of the things that I was like, oh, okay, it sounds less restrictive than just a big firm giant acorn up your ass. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, it, like because it, it was sort of designed to move with your as you move with it. Oh, okay. So this is what I didn't really get because you know how you're holding it and like out of the package and out of mm. your rear, <laughs> you can bend it. Yeah. Is that just so that when you're putting it in, it naturally bends? To your body. Well, it's both. So it fits to the curve of your inside. So yeah. But also, then I noticed when I was sort of like going to town on it, like it would, I could lean certain ways and it would sort of move with me, but in a very pleasurable fashion. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> you were really getting the use out of yours. Yeah, I did, and obviously it's got these like it's got it's like the I can't remember what the other one was called, the one that we tested jet the jet yeah i was mm. thinking of it, i was going to say the turbo or something like that but it's because it looks like a little jet pack. turbo jet yeah it's got that same thing where it can do the different Treble, vibrations treble and bass treble darling and bass, that's it <laughs> i was trying to think but yeah and that was quite fun as well playing with the sort of intensity of both of those Although yeah it just ends up at like you like, just find one and keep it on there well, don't you mine up to the hardest setting and i'm like <laughs> <laughs> like one of those ladies on a tumble dryer, just like. <laughs> Honestly, I don't know. Um, I don't know if I've got to grips with mine enough where, because obviously one goes up and down. Mm. So you have one which is like the softest, the goes constant. goes down to the softest vibration, I guess, yeah. is what that would one, be. And one's more like a sort of a. A pattern. Yeah. Like a. And you, that's the one you can change because that can go from like, yeah, yeah, they're like Christmas light patterns. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That very that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like you might have one that's like, or you might have one this. There's one that sounds like literally like someone just revving a motorbike over and over again, like. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe that's what it sounds like when it's in your ass. It is rattling around the cavern. Yeah. Fighting his way up the dirt track. <laughs> Fighting babies and hamsters on the way. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I was like, hamster? Oh. <laughs> Oof. Poor old Richard. Um, I generally, I use this. I think this is good for if you get lamboozled. You know, if you douche and you prepare everything to be ready for mm. the top and then the top doesn't show. But you're just like, well, I'll, I'll pop in my... Well, you know, if you don't... Pop have, in my plex. If you don't have any backups and depending on how long you can wait, sometimes people are saying they're going to be 40 minutes. I'm like, I'm hurting now! <laughs> Feed me! <laughs> it is good. And also, I guess you could use it as a bit of a warm-up. <laughs> If you're gonna, if someone with a like, like that guy that came over with the massive dick, and he ended up having to like mm. warm me up for like thirty-five minutes, forty minutes, so that I was ready for it. I guess if you wanted to cut down on the time, or or just sort of like, you know, get straight down to business when he arrived, you could pop that in and and have a little sort of play around to loosen up your cavity. Cavity, yeah. <laughs> and what about getting stuck? 
I don't as well. He didn't get stuck. I got that thing, you know, when you come though, and I guess your your hole sort of tightens up once you come. Yeah. So I had to sort of wait to sort of ease it out off. That's that's what I'm saying. Yeah. But the second time, obviously, I was aware that that had happened the first time. <laughs> the first time you were like. Am I going to have to go to A&E? I knew that I wouldn't have to go to A&E, but it was so... I was honestly pulling it out so slow. <laughs> you know, just when you're quite... Con- <laughs> you're quite conscious of, like, don't want to put it inside out, don't want to put it inside out. Oh, my God, yeah. <laughs> and I think... Wind it- sock. Oh, <laughs> wait, what? Putting it inside out like a wind sock out of your rear end. What's a wind sock? You know those things that they put on like the top of a pole and it's just like a tube where the air flows through it and it waves in the wind? Mm, I think so. That's what I imagine would happen if you accidentally pulled your colon out backwards and it would be like a windsock hanging out the back. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, I'm with you now. (laughs) Yeah. Painted a nice word picture for you. Mm, mm. Nice, maybe not. Graphic. Graphic, yeah. Oh, okay. Well, you learn something new every day, I guess. Yeah, they are good for that, just because sometimes, honestly, if I've douched and then I'm not getting laid, I will fully save for the nine or 19 minutes that I'm allowed to save before it becomes... (laughs) Before it becomes self-destructive. But it is good for that. Obviously, it's good even if you haven't douched for somebody else. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> it's fun either way it's fun fun for yourself and fun as a dick replacement yeah definitely mm. i would definitely say it's actually surprisingly probably the toy that i've used most out of all of mine i got a lot out of it although i did really like the the jet as well i've had a fair few good orgasms with that the jet is also really good too but the jet is more like i feel like i spend longer with that because i play around with it more whereas the flex i now I've discovered my groove with it. I know I, I could make it last longer if I wanted to spend a long time playing with it. Sure. But I can also be like, I know exactly how to sort of put what to setting to put this on and which way to sort of like turn my body mm. to get me like right there. Going. Yeah. Yeah. Like, <laughs> <laughs> well, the um, jet is for the front anyway. So yeah. it's a totally different. Yeah, it's a different experience. Definitely different experience. The jet I would probably spend less time with, I think, because okay. it would just be quicker getting it on. It would be almost like having a wank, but just a bougie wank. Yeah. I think because maybe it would it takes me longer to come, but that is because I enjoy playing around with the different settings more with the, the turbo or mm. like and just experiencing them and sort of like right like scrolling through them. Whereas like the Plex are it's sort of I'm already halfway there once I'm putting it in. Got you. Yeah. Got you. So you know the turbo's a leisurely Saturday afternoon. <laughs> Yeah, okay. And the jet is like, I want to come. Okay, mine are the opposite. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Guys, if you haven't tried these toys, you should really go and check them out. There's actually 10% off if you use our code, which is cocktails. Pretty simple to remember. Yeah. Use code cocktails, you get 10% off. The Plex is for your booty hole. That is a butt plug. A butt plug. A vibrating butt plug. A vibrating butt plug. And the jet is... How would you describe it? It's almost like a cock ring with like turbo boosters on it and it goes halfway up your shaft. It doesn't yeah. go it's at the base. It's unlike anything I've ever seen before, but that was what it interested me about it. Yeah, well, totally. Because I was, you know, there's not very many sort of like sex toys for the front unless it's just like a flashlight. Or sure. Similar like that. 
So this was that was the turbo was really interesting to me, and I had a lot of fun with it. I didn't actually expect it to be as effective as it was. I was like, how much can you really do with a sex do- with a with a cock ring that's got like two barrels attached to it? And it turns out you can do quite, quite a, a lot. fucking lot with it. <laughs> it gave me ha- several hands free orgasms. So there you go, tried and tested, approved yeah. by the Samantha Jones of our podcast. <laughs> <laughs> she's had 400 men and she said nothing compares <laughs> nothing compares i do feel like samantha jones right now in the chemical peel episode very there <laughs> samantha jones beekeeper yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> next segment let's yeah. move on did you see the big old sex in the city foreskin shame shaming story i did it's that yeah. is ridiculous well, okay, so I mean, but we knew hot foreskin was a hot button issue based hot on topic our last, issue, yeah. our last uh-huh. uh, discussion, our last debate about it. With someone not... who watched that episode of Sex and the City where Charlotte dates a guy who's, who's uncircumcised, and they all think it's weird or disgusting, except Samantha, who says it's like a lovely Sharpe. Yeah, what's a Sharpe? Like you know those dogs that have loads of like rolls of skin. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, this watcher, this Reddit user, has gone on and written a big old subreddit about how the episode gave him a complex about his penis and how because of that he went and got circumcised and then had a load of issues afterwards. Well, it wasn't like a load of issues. He didn't have a but... load of issues. He was just like, it's really hard to masturbate now. And the pe- the head- colour of my penis head is a different shade of purple. Yeah, but then he was also like, oh, there's a big scar down here. There's... It's obviously just messed with his mental health. He says he watched the episode and when the guy got a five out of five after, like from Charlotte after having his foreskin removed, it made him a ladies man and he dumped her. As if watching, you'd be watching that and then go, yeah, that'll happen for me. I'll go and get my foreskin cut off and become a ladies man. Well, sure, this is a thing. The episode aired and there were millions of men. Well, I don't know how many women actually watched the episode, but there are millions of men in the world with uncircumcised dicks that didn't all rush to go get circumcised. Yeah, exactly. I think you need to be able to tell the difference between TV and... Reality. Yeah. Like, there wasn't a saying that your penis is ugly. It was just a generalised statement about men with uncut dicks he said he went to his doctor as well who like approved him having it done and he was like the doctor should have referred me for therapy well yeah yeah but you can't cry over like spilt skin <laughs> i mean what are you gonna do get over it i mean that's that well he he fully has a grudge doesn't he yeah. against it so i understand especially he, said he would never watch the reboot <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> he was like, I would never watch it just like that because that yeah. <laughs> because of what they did to me and my penis. They actually didn't do anything. You took yourself to the doctor and went and got cut. When I was reading this and I thought it was the actor, I was going, surely you'd have read the words in the script before you did it. <laughs> did you think, was it wait, hang on. Did you think that he read the script and then was like, I will get circumcised for the show? No, I thought that he filmed the show and then watched the scenes that he wasn't in and they were like it's a Sharpay and then he was like I'm devastated <laughs> and I was thinking but they didn't actually even see your dick like why are you taking it so personally I'm just imagining him like getting the script reading it being like I'm uncircumcised I'll do it and then halfway through shooting and showing up <laughs> on the day of like the, shooting the scene and being like I actually had it removed so it's like realistic when Charlotte pulls back the, t- the trousers 
surprise. Oh, right. After they said all the nasty stuff, he still went and got yeah. it done. Yeah. I mean, I do get why, like, it's a, it's a sore subject for a lot of people. But as we discussed on the circumcision episode, we were saying that everyone should have their own choice. Yeah. And, and you did. did. And you made it. He was yeah. an adult. It wasn't like a six-year-old. Yeah. Hang on, I'm just rereading this. He ends the post by saying that he ultimately had his foreskin removed after he was shamed by American media and their immorally untrue message that foreskins are dirty and ugly. He also is angry with the film Bad Mums. Apparently yeah. they don't like foreskins either. Sure. I had myself mutilated because of these messages, hoping it would make me fit in. I cry for that 21-year-old kid. I will not be watching it just like that. And I will never forgive its predecessor for its treatment of male bodies. You are putting way too much emphasis, emphasis on and weight on two throwaway pieces of television and film. And also on just a little bit of skin. It's not that deep. Yeah. Unless, listen, like I said, unless you, you have got a little uh, todger turtleneck, then maybe maybe it did need to go. Mm. His, his main gripe was that it was more difficult to masturbate. He was like, it's harder to masturbate if you don't have lube. Well, get some lube. Mm. Get some lube and get on with it. Like, I agree, you shouldn't have done it, but it's done now. So what are you going to do? Move forward or live your life as a victim? Actually, do you know what this teaches us a very important lesson about? Mm. Is that he's gone and done this for other people. Yeah. He's gone to do this for to get more women to be attracted to him. That's a very good point. He's now done it. And he's not happy with it. And it's ruining his life because he's not happy with it. Don't do shit for other people. We, we don't even know. He could probably walk around New York or Manhattan with his dick out. And the women might love it. Yeah, exactly. They might be like, look at that beautiful cut cock. But there for him... There was no mention, actually, of how women have reacted are reacting to, to it. it. Yeah. Mm. Or maybe he's just pig ugly. So... Right, well, if that's the case, then you were getting the surgery in the wrong part of your body, mate. <laughs> <laughs> but that's the thing maybe he is maybe he's hideous and he thought it was something to do with his foreskin he got the foreskin removed and it turned out that wasn't the problem so no I mean, going to touch yeah. him before or after so all he can do is wank I do feel like you should probably fix at least attempt to fix a few things before you go near that yeah could have done a survey why didn't you ask some of your ask <laughs> why didn't you ask some of your ex-girlfriends to do uh would you prefer this with skin on or off? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Please rank your issues with my foreskin from one to five, one being the most detrimental. Could you imagine getting like sent one, like a survey monkey link for that? I'd love Excuse it. Excuse me, could you fill this out, please? I'd yeah. be like, is this anonymous? I'm going in. Disgusted. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I'd ever be rude to somebody who sent out a survey. No. But you'd want to be honest. I'd be honest. Yeah. Whenever I, be- I get like those anonymous feedback surveys at work, I always go in on them. Well, don't send out a form if you don't want honest feedback. And I feel like you would if you went through the length of sending out a form. Yeah. Imagine if you sent out forms to all of your ex-lovers. How was it? Yeah. <laughs> Memorable? Who is this? Yeah. <laughs> That'd be a very humbling experience if I'm if I do say yeah. so, I think. Okay, so we do have one confession. We do have one confession from our listener it's a longer one so i've kept it to just one but guys we do need you to keep on sending your confessions in if you want this part of the show to return yeah it's you that makes it tbh we confess every single fucking week and i'm running out of material i've been out of commission for a week i've got i've I've, I've run out of stories i've got to go out and make some more 
I still have a few, but I just don't know if you'll ever get me drunk enough <laughs> in a podcast studio to tell you them. So this listener says, too embarrassed to submit this via my main profile. They've submitted this through like a... No, a Finster. I was going to say Finster, but Finster is more... I guess it I guess it is kind of a Finster. I just thought Finster was more like for celebrities when they... Okay, well, they submitted it through an alternative account. Yeah. Okay. He hooked up with an old flame who... (laughs) That was like the narrator coming in. I hooked up with an old flame. He hooked hooked up up with with an an old flame. flame. (laughs) (laughs) Who was back in town for a week, went out for drinks as mates initially, got absolutely bladdered and went back to his mate's house. Ended up having really drunk, rough sex. Woke up in his mate's spare room with him. With, I pre- with the mate or with the person? I presume it's with the person. The old flame. I think so, yeah. It doesn't really elaborate, but that's what I think. Okay. So he's gone out, gone back to his old flame's mate's house, had rough sex, woken up in his mate's bed with the old flame. Right. He then got up and went home, has a shower, and then starts having flashbacks of being completely naked on my own, washing my bum with a hose pipe. Flash pipes ensure, as it turns out, I sleepwalked into the kitchen naked, squatted on the floor <laughs> and did <laughs> and did a massive poo. <laughs> right, go on. <laughs> Swept it up with a dustpan and brush. No. <laughs> That's going to be... Oh, you're going to need to throw that brush away. <laughs> and the pan. Well, no, he doesn't want me to sloosh the pan. Shut up, it's, shut it's up. It's going to be thick in the bristles. <laughs> <laughs> Jose, it like four pounds. <laughs> Swept it up with a dustpan and brush and put it down the sink. Yum. Then obliterated it with hot water from the tap so it won't go down the plug hole. Then washed the dustpan and brush, went in the garden, hosed myself down, and then went and got back into bed. <laughs> and this was all sleepwalking? Apparently, yeah. But I guess, I'm like, how much of a sleepwalk is it if you're having flashbacks? This is what I, yeah, do you remember it? Or was he just blind drunk? It was probably blind drunk. But do you know what? I've had it before. All right, I was a kid. <laughs> but where I walked into my mum and dad's bedroom and I was... Shit. No. Oh. <laughs> no, I just, I just lifted up the bottom of their bed and then weighed. <laughs> like lifted the duvet up as if it was the toilet seat oh, really? and then stood there and waited <laughs> and my dad uh, caught, like, spoke to me the next day and was like Ants I think you weighed in our bed last night I like, didn't even hear me coming in and lifting up the toilet seat my friend's dad came home from the pub on Christmas Eve years ago well, wasn't sleepwalking but walked into what he thought was the toilet it's actually the cupboard under the stairs and pissed all over the Christmas presents <laughs> <laughs> that's so unfortunate <laughs> Like, imagine having to open those the next morning. Like, oh. That's so unfortunate. I, I mean, <laughs> yeah. Literally like baby Annabelle covered in piss. <laughs> she really oh. works. Didn't know, yeah. Didn't know she was into water sports. <laughs> the thing is, with piss, it's a little bit less embarrassing because I'm like, okay, I can kind of see how you could do that drunkenly or half asleep and almost not wake yourself up. Yeah, and also it doesn't stink quite as but i mean depending mm. on what that person has been drinking like piss is a little easier to disguise like mm. if, so if, if someone's done a poo you know 
Mm. But you're going to know that brush had poo on it, even if he rinsed it in the sink or whatever it was he did. <laughs> and how thorough could he be rinsed down with the hose have been in the garden as well? Like, what? want to check the bedding. Imagine he was trying to sweep it up with... <laughs> Just imagine leaving, like, these big, long scoop trails <laughs> along the floor. This is what I'm saying. What if it was, like, a, sw- a sloppy quizepe? <laughs> Your voice! Yeah, like Pizza Express again. <laughs> <laughs> and he's trying to sweep it up. <laughs> yeah. And he's just basically painting the kitchen floor with it. Like. Imagine the owner of the home waking up and just seeing this person completely <laughs> yeah. out of it, like spreading shit all over the floor. Yeah. Don't worry, I'm cleaning it up. <laughs> Literally says red. Varnishing it. <laughs> says red rum in brown on the walls. <laughs> oh. I, that is not where I thought that was going. When he said um, we came home and had really rough sex, I thought it was going maybe in a more bloody direction. Okay, yeah. I didn't expect him to just, like, squat down and coil one out in the kitchen. <laughs> it was just a visual. It's, and it was as soon as I said, went into the kitchen and squat, your face just went... <laughs> <laughs> it's just not where I thought it was going. And it's the visual imagery of him just walking in and be like... Oh. Just like and just squatting and I'm just imagine it coming out like a Mr. Wilson <laughs> Yeah, on the floor. yeah, landing in the trousers that he's got pulled around his ankles. <laughs> that would be so oh, yeah. unfortunate. He's lucky he was. Na- oh no, well he wasn't. If it if it it shat into his own trousers, he could have just bundled the trousers up and binned him and gone home like Nick borrowed a pair. Of I don't think he was sober enough to do that. I think if he was, he would have <laughs> just gone to the toilet. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, thank you for submitting that story. We found it uh, truly entertaining. I don't even think it's finished. It must be quite reassuring as well to know that even in a sleepwalking state, you still clean up after yourself. Yeah. Tidy. Like a pig, but tidy. Yeah. Like, I do understand it, though, because if you imagine when you're... Have you ever been asleep? I've been asleep, and then in my dream, I'm running around looking for a toilet. Yeah. And then I wake up in the middle of the night and I'm like, oh, I need to shit. I'm like, thank God. I <laughs> Imagine if you just thought you found the toilet yeah, I do in get the that dream. I piss quite a lot. Like, I'll be dreaming that I need to go and find the loo. Or yeah, something. it's more common with yeah. peeing, for sure. I don't sure. think I've ever had it with poo. Haven't you? No, I've definitely had it a couple of times. It's so weird, though. You're, like, literally running around this dreamland. Like, where's the toilet? Where is the toilet? <laughs> when I always feel like I'm running up to, like, the beachfront or something like that as well and like running into the water and that's a risky game to play because once you're in the water you might accidentally piss yourself yeah isn't that weird how our brains make toilets in our dreams (laughs) (laughs) it's it's weird i don't know why but that reminded me of that song like tell me why do we make castles in the sky but i was just imagining like someone making toilets in their dreams (laughs) okay yeah makes sense yeah I mean, I don't know if I've ever done anything that bad. I'm trying to think if, if I've ever done something over a shag's house when I was drunk. And I, I've definitely had a couple drunken shags where I've just woken up the next day with no memory. And I know that that was not a pretty shag. Oh, yeah. That's the what I don't like that feeling as well. When you wake up and you're like, where am I? Mm. Like You're like, you look up at the ceiling and you realise it's a different room than you, you're used to waking up in. You're like... <gasps> suddenly back in your body mm. and then you look over and you're like although i've never woken up with a real pig before no i've never really woken up and been like Oof. i woke up out in i think it was woodside park 
years and years ago and i didn't remember getting there and then i remembered i'd gone out for drinks the night before i ended up at gay and i rolled over and there was some massive greek guy next to me and i was like oh okay in the park no 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 he lived in woodside park the area not the actual park itself oh i was like whoa i just rolled over in the park <laughs> <laughs> i remembered i'd gone for drink and, yeah, yeah. Um, and i i rolled over and i saw this big like greek looking guy i didn't remember him being greek at the time but I, then i looked down and my nipples were like red raw like they're almost like the skin had almost been rubbed off them so i must have been so drunk that i couldn't even feel pain because he must have like gone to town on my nipples wait so you had your top off i was naked in the park no in his oh, bed yeah. oh yeah <laughs> <laughs> sorry i the message go through <laughs> i must have just had a little bit of temporary amnesia then in the park. <laughs> yeah. I was like, you're naked in the park. I was on that bench, the dead girl bench. <laughs> oh, yeah. Sorry, I have in, I have had about eight or nine drinks today. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah, so I woke up and I was like, where am I? And he's like, Woodside Park. And that's like out on the Northern Line really far. I used to work in East Acton or West Acton or something. And I was already late for work. Got the train to work. Got, it, got into the office about like an hour and a half late, stinking of booze, obviously looking like I hadn't come home went straight onto my computer and started i don't know why i did this emailing them from my work account saying fuck shake got absolutely steaming last night woke up in woodside park under a fucking greek nipples are red raw sent it to my mate that worked at another company thinking nothing of it about like i think it was a day later someone was like james i got an email i was like could you please come to hr at 1 p.m and i was like right so I couldn't even remember sending the email. I didn't think I'd done anything wrong. <gasps> sat down. There's this narky manager that had just started that sat right behind me in the office, sitting there, and the HR woman. And she's like, um, we need to discuss your use of the email systems. And she was like, and I was like, what do you mean? And then as soon as I said, she said that, uh, as soon as I said, what do you mean? I was like, hang on a second. And like that, I started getting that cold sweat. Oh, God. And she produces this piece of paper. And she's like, would you like to read that out loud to us, please? Would you like so to read? No, I fuck, babe, I can read what it says. Why do I have to read it out loud? So I took it and I was like, fuck's sake. <laughs> <laughs> Got absolutely steaming last night. Woke up in Woodside Park under a creek. My nipples are red raw. And they were like, could you tell us why you think that's inappropriate? And I was like, all of it. Uh, no, I was like, I think the drinking, probably not great. But I don't see a problem with mentioning parts of your anatomy, because if I was talking about a sore thumb, I don't think we'd be having this conversation. Sure. And then uh, two weeks later, they then also pulled my entire internet history, which turned out was spending about four hours a day on pop justice as well. <laughs> That's so funny. <laughs> on the Britney forum. And they were like, would you like to explain this? No, I, didn't, I had no ace in the hole at that point. I was just like, um, I hate this job. <laughs> Right, what was the job? It was working for a TV shopping company called Bid Shopping, where they had fake auctions on the TV. So they'd be like, the price is dropping, you better ring in now. And like people were pretending to be, I think it was vaguely illegal. Like QVC? To, yeah, 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 like QVC, but with fake auctions. It was really odd. Like, it Did... wasn't like the price is just dropping <laughs> every hour. It was like they were pretending that people were ringing in and making bids and the price would like, or the price would go up. It was the opposite direction. Yeah, yeah. So if you didn't get in now, it might go up further. Um, and it was all lies. And I used to train their staff because they had staff in the Philippines and India who would take all the calls from the shoppers. And I used to train them and like write scripts for them and stuff like that. That's why I used to go out to India to work as well. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. 
I did it for like two years. Oh. Yeah. Used to fly out to it at Bangalore. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. Still learning about each other, aren't yeah. we, hun? I tried Indian street drugs there as well. That, that sounds like a story for another time. Yeah. You'll, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it reminds me of when I used to work at QVC. Yeah. We used to send emails to each other because there was three of us who all went to the same sixth form that worked there. And we always used to be emailing each other like, <laughs> that Rachel's wow, cunt. Yeah. And just slag off the woman that trained that was us. The thing. I think I, I, everyone used to send like really dodgy work emails to each other. No one really ever thought anything of it. Of wait, so who, who, wait, so did you send oh, it yeah. to anyone? No, so I sent it to someone outside the company. I sent it to my to Sam, who you've met before. He yeah. worked at like late night London uh-huh. or something. But the reason they found out about it is because the fucking manager was sitting right behind me, just leaning over his chair, watching me write it. If I was the manager, I would have at least just said, do you think that's a good thing to be do-? Like, I would have been like, is that an appropriate use of work time? And I would have stopped immediately. But I, the fact that he let me write the whole thing out and send and it. Then and, and, then, yeah, and then went and grasped up to HMRC. Like, yeah. HMRC. No, just HR. She's on a tax dodge. She's on a Woodside Park with a Greek. <laughs> but what happened? You sent it from your work email, and then they pulled up that email. Yeah, they pulled up uh, all my sent emails. That guy sounds like a sad, sad, yeah, old bullsack. He was. He was a cunt. Yeah. Because I used to be really good friends with the previous manager, so I, I think I used to get away with quite a lot. Get away with she used more. To yeah. Travel with me to India as well. Bangalore. So we'd get drunk on the plane and stuff, and talk about sex and things like that. And she was a good old laugh. I liked her. Then she left because she realised she was better than that place. So then he was her replacement. I think he was like, we're going to do things my way now. Right. Not that accent. He was Australian. New boss mentality. We're going to do things my way now, Kimmy. Oh, <laughs> like the actor from Sex and the City. Yeah. <laughs> no foreskin. Do, do, wait, do No it, messing around. Do, do an Australian accent. I've lost my foreskin. Can't feel my legs, Muriel. <laughs> <laughs> Give me a bag. <laughs> Jimmy Choo! <laughs> Jimmy Choo! Awesome. Oh, well, we're coming towards the end of the show now. <laughs> Fun part to end on. Yeah. Uh, okay, guys, thank you all for listening. I've been Actual Ace Lays. And I am at I am Dom Top. And if you want to follow our podcast instagram we're at cocktails confessions and also at cocktails underscore cocktail bye guys Bye. bye